It was like a terrible nightmare. Even now, I sometimes wake from a dream and find myself shaking from the memory of it. I'll never forget when I first saw him. A man so monstrous, so unhuman, that I refused to think it could ever happen again to anyone else. But who can be sure? Others have had the same idea. Oh, yes, the law forbids it. But laws are broken every day. Will it happen again to someone else? Someday? In the future? Perhaps. Perhaps it will happen to many. I don't want to see it. To hear the story of this strange monster, listen in a moment to 2000 Plus. Yes, Weston. I want to talk. 
talk to you about the experiment on human beings. I want you to help me with the experiment. I, I hope you're not thinking of me, Dr. Ellsworth. I, I really don't think that I... Matter, Weston, don't you think it would be valuable to give yourself to science? Well, it would seem that there are so many to choose from. So many, Weston? Who, for example? I'm sure that old Hawkins won't do. And we really can't kidnap that or anyone. But, Dr. Ellsworth, I, I would... I'd say it would be a great honor to be the first real Superman on Earth. Well, how about Barstow? Exactly, Weston. Just what I was leading up to. <laughs> you seem relieved. Yes. In Barstow, we have a real physical specimen. And he seems to have quite a boundless enthusiasm for the future of mankind. An attitude you apparently don't share. Well, how could we get him to agree to it? Psychology, Weston. It's merely a matter of appealing in the proper manner to his scientific judgment and sense of fair play. Now, here is what I want you to do when he gets back. <laughs> See you back, Barstow. Professor Ellsworth, Weston tells me you're ready to begin the final experiments on man. Yes, Barstow, I soon hope to be the first of a new race. A race that will make the man of today look like a pygmy, puny, and insignificant. If the experiment succeeds, my physical size will double or even triple. I'll be able to live at least 300 years instead of the 100 or so odd years a man can expect today. The brain cells will probably also expand, giving me an intelligence that will make you and Weston look like products of the Stone Age. Well, I don't think it's fair for you to sacrifice yourself. It's not fair to humanity. If you die, there'll be nobody to carry on. You know these experiments are illegal. We could never find another subject. It would have to be one of us three or nobody. Well, I'd be willing to take a chance, Dr. Ellsworth. And so would I. You can't go through with this, Dr. Ellsworth. You're needed to direct the experiment. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I see you have the true scientific spirit. Well, since I am unwilling to give up my right to be the subject, and you're unwilling to let me be the subject, then there's only one way out. What's that? We'll draw lots, if you agree. Be the decision of the fate. That sounds like a good idea. Don't you think so, Barstow? Why, sure, I guess so. Well, it's the only way out, my boy. One of us must be the guinea pig. Now I'll tear three strips of paper. Now, the lots are arranged in my hand. Whoever gets the short one will submit to the experiment, and there'll be no further objection from any of us. Agreed? Agreed. Right. Choose, gentlemen. Weston? Barstow? Myself? Hmm. I've... Drawing the short one. Yes. I'd like... I'd like some time to see Barbara, Dr. Ellsworth, before the experiment. I'll give you three weeks to straighten out your affairs, Barstow. Then I'll expect you back at the laboratory. Dr. Ellsworth? No, of course not. Well, good luck, my boy. 
Martin? Yes, Doctor. Then fight the circuit. Now, that's fine. I'll keep it steady at 3,000. Prepare for the first injection. We'll give him five electronic unit charges. Valve open. He's out again. Dr. Ellsworth, you think we're doing the right thing? His heartbeat has slowed down so much, I'm afraid. Oh, what, Weston? You're not losing your nerve, are you? Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, only that I thought... Don't do any thinking, Weston. I'll do that part of it. You just check the regenerator charts. Very well, Dr. Ellsworth. Nothing is going to keep me from completing this experiment. And I warn you not to try to interfere, Weston. I've closed the circuit. We'll inject again. 100 cc. Valve over. Three weeks. I can't believe it, Dr. Rosworth. Look at him. Twelve feet tall, and you weigh 750 pounds. Of course, Weston. As I told you, there's very little difference, really, between a rat and a man. We're all animals. But, Doctor, he hasn't given much sign of life during the past few days. You think his body can stand the strain of all this growth? Certainly. In fact, I think we'll give him the final super injection today. About 500 cc should do it. 500? But that's five times what we've been giving him. Yes, Weston. We're building a new skeletal structure. New flesh, cartilage, and bones. Contact's open. Keep it steady at 6,000. We've got to provide the final shock for a system. But now it's completely open, Dr. Elswick. All right. Now. <laughs> Creation. 
another report on our testing so far. Well, as best I can figure, Doctor, the subject can lift almost 20 times as much weight as an ordinary man. Can run approximately 60 miles an hour without difficulty. Oddly enough, though, he appears to get along fine on four or five hours sleep a night. But he's consuming food at a rate that's all out of proportion. Well, that's understandable. It's still making an adjustment. Go on. Mentally, very superior. Appears to be able to solve the most complicated problems right in his head. So, just as I predicted. But this morning, though, after I just finished giving him the work test, he pulled up a tree by the roots and waved it at me. It was frightening. I ran and he began laughing. It sounded more like thunder. Well, then you're letting your imagination run away with you. It's quite obvious what's the matter. He's not getting enough exercise. We've got to give him more physical work to do. Come on. There he is. Just sitting on the hill and staring. Bossel! Yes, Dr. Ellsworth? I want you to take this special shovel we've made for you and take a trench. Weston will mark it out for you and check your working speed. All right, Dr. Ellsworth. Whatever you say. See? It's quite simple. You've just got to keep him occupied. Dr. Ellsworth, I'd like to ask you a question. Yes? What are we going to do with Bosto? I mean, what are we going to tell the world about it? We can't go on continuing this way. Of course we can. And once we're sure of ourselves, we'll get other men. We'll make giants of them. We're building a race with A race of supermen with which we can rule the world. We've only to learn how to control Barstow so he'll respond to our every command. And then we'll build an army. Doctor, that's not right. You know, Weston, you're a good assistant. It's only when you think that you get into trouble. <laughs> I can't go on with these experiments. 
I'm through, Dr. Ellsworth. No raving, Fausto. Go back to your quarters in the barn, and we'll talk about it in the morning. I can't go back to the barn. Why not? I'm tired of living in the barn. I knocked it down. Calm down, Barstow. Calm down before you do any more damage. Yes, Dr. Ellsworth. That's just what you'd like, isn't it? For me to calm down. To become nothing but a giant tool in your hands. A tool for conquest and revenge. Isn't that so, Dr. Ellsworth? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, all right. And what's more important, I know, Dr. Ellsworth. I know that you tricked me into volunteering for this experiment. What if I did? You were the best physical specimen. You'd stop at nothing to carry out your hideous experiments. Future of mankind. <laughs> That's a good one. You're not interested in mankind at all. You're only interested in building a super race for your own ends. You want an army of giants so you can take over the world. Oh, Mad Bosto. You are my subject and you have no right to behave this way. If I had to control a finish... You'll knock out that wall. Yes, Dr. Ellsworth. And that's just what I ought to do to you. You have no more right to live than I... How much strength does it take for a 30-foot man to kill an ordinary man with his fist, Dr. Ellsworth? Figure that out. What are you going to do? I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm going to let the World Science Council know about your experiments. They'll know what to do about you. But you can't leave. You're a monstrosity. The world won't understand you, Barstow. Besides, you have an obligation. You must sacrifice yourself for science. He's gone? Yes, all my plans ruined. Uh, yes, Weston, you did this to me. You told him about my plans. Yes, Dr. Ellsworth, I, I did. Oh, you've ruined the experiment, Weston. You betrayed science. You have no right to live. Who are you to decide these things? Come inside, Weston, now. A gun? Right. Come along now, Weston. There's one last experiment I want to perform. I'm curious to see how a man can stand up against a giant rat. No, no, please. Please, Elspeth. I'll do anything you want. I don't want to die. I'll be the subject of a new experiment. All right, Weston. Shut up, thought of those things before. Stand still. Just want to talk to you. 
I won't hurt you. Put us down. Put us down, you monster. I'm not a monster. I'm not. We're back on the road. He didn't hurt us. What are you going to do? According to the police, they've got to know about this giant.
you see, Barbara? I had to thank Weston after all. He's a disagreeable character. But if he hadn't acted so promptly, as soon as he found out, those rockets would have finished me. <laughs> Ellsworth tried to kill Weston, didn't he, after you broke away? Yes, with the rats. Weston managed to get outside the cage, and they killed Dr. Ellsworth instead. And shortly after that, the rats fell into a coma, and Weston examined one by X-ray, and he discovered that the new bone structure was in the process of dissolving into cartilage, and that cartilage into flesh, which would soon melt away. And he realized their size had only been maintained by the injections, and they'd soon be back to their original skeletal structure. That's why he went to the police. Yes, but how did he know you'd shrink, too? Because they stopped giving me the injections. Oh, seeing you're here like this, I can't believe all those stories in the paper about you. A horrible picture. I can hardly believe it myself, Barbara. It's like bad dreams. Oh, yes. Here's what I came back for. Dr. Ellsworth's safe. Oh, what's in it? Here they are. And here they go. You're burning them. Years of scientific research up in flames. I don't want another man ever to go through what I did. Cut off from humanity to be just a specimen in some scientist zoo. I found out one thing, Barbara. Thickness isn't a matter of size. A man can be 30 feet tall or he can be 6 feet tall. It's what he has in his heart that counts. This world doesn't need bigger, more powerful physical specimens. It needs men with bigness of soul who can love their fellow men. Next week, another exciting story on 2000 Plus. The strange adventure of a man who found nothing and was terrified. Be sure to listen next week to Alone. Is produced by Dreyer and Wilson Productions Incorporated. In today's cast, Joseph Julian was Barstow, Henry Norell was Ellsworth, Ron Clark was Weston, Reiner Rayburn was Barbara, Watson Lawrence was the commissioner, and Bruce Evans was Parker. The script was written by Julie Snyder. was composed by Elliot Jacoby, the orchestra conducted by Emerson Buckley, Charles Walshaver and Adrian Tennant, engineer Bob Albright, this is Ken Marvin speaking. <laughs>